0: Hi, and welcome back to A Slice of Life from Anxiety Master. My name is Dominic Decker, a teacher, registered therapist, and your support behind Anxiety Master for a strong and confident life. Today we're talking about how you can strengthen a sense of self-acceptance. This is to embrace all the parts of who you are. Now, healthy self-acceptance is at the heart of solid self-esteem. This is how you value and perceive yourself. So if you have a tendency to criticise yourself and it hasn't worked, you'll want to try approving yourself instead, if only to see what might happen. Self-acceptance means recognising that you have limitations, that you're human and that you have what are known as signature strengths. And these are characteristics that maybe differ from the attributes generally applauded by others, yet they identify you in your own way and help you to get on and achieve in daily life. In a sense, self-acceptance is all about evenness and finding the correct measure of self-approval and realistic acceptance. And this idea of balance is essential because in today's fast-paced world, external validation often takes priority over inner peace. We're constantly encouraged to buy stuff because we're worth it. And at the same time, we're bombarded with images of perfection to play on our insecurities and prevent us from accepting ourselves just as we are. Now all of this can add up to aggravate internal conflict and a lack of self-acceptance. So what will happen when you move beyond internal conflict and onto a path of genuine self-acceptance? Well, there's being able to see yourself fairly and accurately and to recognise what you are and aren't good at is embracing all the parts of yourself, even the negative aspects, and still being content with who you are. Accepting your values, your preferences, emotions, and actions, both past and present. Recognizing your strengths and accomplishments without being vain about them. Learning to acknowledge your weaknesses and faults without beating yourself up or engaging in excessive negative self-talk. Now that all sounds really good and worth pursuing. I hope you'll agree. Yet to do so, to get to this point, we need to make an important distinction. So here, it's it's worth defining the difference between acceptance and approval. Because there's this common idea that we should love ourselves unconditionally. when I mean, perhaps you've come across this uh, idea before you know in every in every way and every day I'm getting better and better and there's a whole load of different statements out there that kind of have this same intention and concept behind them yet while they're well-meaning it's a little bit of a confusing notion because while you should always aim to accept yourself you shouldn't always approve of yourself instead your self-approval has to be conditional whether it's directed towards yourself or others Well, self-approval can really only come about as a byproduct of both striving to live up to your own standards of behavior and being reasonably tolerant and accepting of your humanness. So, for example, let's say you don't pass a test at college or an interview for a new job doesn't go as you'd like. So while you might accept that you could have prepared better, you don't need to approve of your lack of preparation. And if you do, you'll have no reason or motivation to improve your approach for next time. So this idea that we should love ourselves whatever we do isn't quite right and besides it kind of feels out of step to many of us. It intuitively feels a little bit wrong You know, and what's more unrealistic self-approval it causes problems and to illustrate we can consider some popular self-affirmations that commonly go hand in hand with the idea of self-love and self-acceptance. So the use of self-affirmations was first popularised back in the 1920s by a French psychologist, Emily Couet, or Emily Couet, Coué, I'm probably not pronouncing that quite right, but he promoted the idea, anyway, that people repeat to themselves daily the phrase, every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. Now, if you've heard this phrase and said it to yourself, here's a question. Did it help? I mean, the trouble is, what if you don't feel it, or it's just patently isn't True. Research finds that positive affirmations risk leaving you feeling further down and dejected if these statements don't chime with reality because, well, it doesn't feel genuine. Further, repetitive and mechanical affirmations can even be harmful for people with low self-esteem because they they leave you feeling weirdly disconnected and out of step with your intuition. This is that deep sense of unavoidable knowing within. So instead, self-affirmation is knowing your limitations and relaxing, accepting and feeling calm about those limitations so that you can view yourself objectively and therefore stop feeling guilty or inadequate about areas where you feel that you're falling short. Now, we all have the potential to enhance aspects of ourselves. One person will excel in athletics while another will be a maths whiz. And similarly, some people will be blessed with natural social skills, and others of us will be more disposed towards individual pursuits or doing things on our own. Yet, the grace and confidence to accept you will only excel at some things is vital. And we need to put all that noise to the side and look more closely within because, well, all human skills can be improved, but you need to be on your own side to improve them. So, Self-acceptance is striking a balance between being realistic and not being down on yourself and it's about believing in your potential without being self-aggrandizing. Now, Pursuing a balanced self-appraisal allows you to alleviate a significant portion of the pressure often experienced when trying to meet the demands and perceived expectations of others. And this is important because tying your self-acceptance to the prevailing winds of other people's fickle opinions and moods often leads us to adopt a persona that doesn't align with our true selves. It's also vital to realise that accepting your limitations doesn't equate to being negative. Instead, it showcases your genuine confidence when approached with a calm and clear mindset. So occasionally admitting to others that something isn't your strong suit. In fact, this demonstrates profound self-confidence and self-awareness. And this can prevail in various ways. For instance, how you embrace your unique background, maybe your accent or culture and harness these characteristics and differences of part of what make you who you are. That brings to mind a head teacher I used to work with in London. Now, she was one of the most inspiring women I've ever met. And I remember what made her so effective in her role. Not only was she excellent at what she did, but she was also excellent at getting the right people around her. Now, something that was very striking about her was that she was never defending her own personal territory. She was very, very clear and open about things that she wasn't good at. And so, for instance, she might say, oh, I'm no good at this. Do you think you could help me with this to someone? And of course, by being confident about what she wasn't so good at, if anything, just enhance her general sense of confidence and her position as a leader. Because what this did was it opened up a space for other people to come in and utilise themselves to play their own strong suits in support of whatever it was that needed doing. And so from this respect, we can really see that accepting that we're not good at certain things and being confident about the fact that certain things might not be our strong suit can in fact become a real strength if we're prepared to play it in the right way. So in this sense, self-acceptance actually creates a strong foundation for growth because you'll expend less energy on either self-deception or maintaining a facade in the eyes of others. You've basically got less territory to protect and this is going to free you up to respond to things in a more natural and open way. And it's this clarity that can help you identify as well areas of your life that require improvement. And you can then decide on practical steps for measured and reassuring progress. So how can you go about this? Well, here are some steps worth keeping in mind. Uh, Number one, it's really crucial to maintain realistic expectations. So your expectations for progress need to start from a current position of self-acceptance. In other words, your expectations need to consider reality. Otherwise, your potential for improvement is going to be thwarted. So setting achievable goals that challenge you, yet they consider your limitations, will foster an environment that can encourage you to grow. And realistic expectations help you appreciate your progress and accept your current abilities while at the same time working towards improvement. For instance, an overweight man or woman in their 40s will set themselves up for self-rejection and failure if they set their heart on becoming a champion sprinter. Yet with consistent effort and their sights focused on achievable expectations, they can get in shape and learn to love their body and excel physically for their age. And the difference is that real progress starts from a position of self-acceptance and not trying to be something that you're not. This brings us on to the next point, which is to stop comparing yourself to other people. Now, this is something that you've probably heard a million times before, but perhaps it can't be repeated enough. because. In a world where social media often showcases others' seemingly perfect lives, it's easy to fall into the comparison trap. However, comparing yourself to others will only hinder your ability to accept yourself. You'll rarely witness the blood, sweat and tears that make up another person's journey behind the scenes anyway, and instead we're bombarded with showcase reels that distort reality and emphasise what we should have, could have, or would have done better if only we were better but if you are in the comparison trap you need to say to yourself stop then take a step back and bring a balanced appraisal back into focus yes there are things no doubt that you would like to be better yes you might even feel envious jealous or even resentful sometimes that certain things haven't come your way and that's okay you don't have to push uncomfortable feelings away Equally, though, remember that you have much going for you. For the sake of balance, it's important to remember all of your own efforts and the fact that you have a range of qualities, which in the moment of comparison, you're probably completely overlooking. And so, when you bring your focus back to yourself and that acceptance of who you are, you can then continue to move in a positive direction with steady and consistent efforts. Now, to do this, you need to really Focus on your strengths. This is our next point because we all have strengths, limitations, and areas for improvement, and we should keep a broad and measured overview of each. I mean, it's good to be mindful of your limitations, and at the same time, focusing on your strengths will help you foster a sense of self worth and self acceptance. So, identify and use your skills to your advantage, remembering that it's okay not to excel in every area of life accepting your strengths and weaknesses promotes a balanced and healthy self-image. So it also means that events in life have a greater prospect of working out well. And when success arrives, you need to remember something important. And that's this. To register when you do well and don't, whatever you do, downplay your successes. Acknowledging and celebrating your achievements is crucial for cultivating self-acceptance. So when you accomplish a goal or perform well, credit yourself for your hard work and dedication. Avoid downplaying your successes or attributing them to luck. If you deny your role in cultivating success, you're minimizing all of your efforts and qualities. And this is completely contrary to the concept of self-acceptance. So remember, if you do something well, stand up, acknowledge it, accept it and say, yes, that was me. I really put a good effort into that and I'm super pleased with how it worked out. Now, something else that's really important is to keep learning new things, to embrace this idea of being a lifelong learner, because embracing self-acceptance doesn't mean stagnating. It doesn't mean that you can stop growing and say, well, this is just who I am. I mean, conversely, it actually means allowing yourself every opportunity to continue to grow and expand, because continuously learning new things and stepping out of your comfort zone fosters a sense of accomplishment and this helps you to experience your potential. In a sense, it gives you more to accept about who you are. So as you gain new skills and knowledge, you'll discover previously unknown strengths and opportunities that you can use. And it's this ongoing process of learning and self-discovery that further cultivates self-acceptance and healthier mindset. So here's a brief review to tie up everything we've spoken about today. Right, number one, Developing self-acceptance requires taking a balanced and measured approach to who you are. This is your strengths, limitations and everything in between, warts and all. It's every part of who you are. Number two, you can accept yourself without needing to constantly approve of yourself. This is that important distinction we made earlier. So this means adopting a clear-eyed perspective of what you've done well and where you might do better next time. And thirdly, self-acceptance requires a calm and steady self-perception. And we're too full of ourselves through unrealistic self-aggrandisement or unrealistic self-chastisement, our sense of who we are becomes removed from reality. And this prevents us from developing an accurate and objective understanding of who we are. And you're worthy of better than that. If nothing else, here's what I'd like you to take away. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. Besides, you're always with yourself, so you may as well enjoy the company. See you soon.